0: Hi, I'm Alicia Lovereed. This episode has been a challenge for me. The content is kind of out there, and I really wanted to be able to draw a parallel or expand on it for you, but I wasn't sure how to do that until early this morning. I had a little aha moment. So welcome back to the Divine Love Frequency podcast. Have you seen the movie The Fifth Element? It's a film by the French filmmaker Luc Besson. He made the film La Femme Nikita, among many others. This movie takes place in the 23rd century. It follows Bruce Willis as a former military officer. He's now a cabbie, a cab driver. He ends up with the embodiment of the supreme being in his taxicab. She, played by Mila Jovovich, she has been scientifically resurrected in a lab through a DNA sample after her craft has crashed onto the earth. Unbeknownst to most earthlings at this point, her um, there is a dark force that once visited the earth. It's coming back. And this time, in this return, it's in cahoots with, surprise, surprise, the leader of a corporate entity. So the supreme being's purpose is to save humanity from a dark force and she's now returned a group of priests have been practicing and maintaining an ancient religion that's devoted to her and her purpose and her way and they know that this moment has been coming they've known for centuries they've been passing down their knowledge and they've been practicing knowing that this was going to happen and waiting for it to happen so when the supreme being lands on earth she the first thing that she does is she seeks out one of these priests and she finds him and together along with Bruce Willis's character they go on this treasure hunt they have to find four sacred stones these stones are aligned with the elements of fire water air and earth four elements keep in mind this movie is called the fifth element when these four elements are placed in really specific places within a sacred temple, they create this kind of a, like an energy that the supreme being is going to use according to their religion. She's going to use this to transform reality and save humanity. So it's, and by the way, sorry, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this movie, (laughs) I'm giving you the ending. But it's not going to wreck the experience of watching this movie. There's no way I can, you have to just watch it if you haven't already. So it's the end of the movie. It's the 11th hour. They've figured out how to activate these four stones because they actually need activation. They're devices. They have to do something with them and the stones become these things. So they activate the stones. Everything's in alignment. But then nothing happens. Everybody starts freaking out. They're trapped in this sacred temple. They think that the magic is gone or something's not working and they're going to die. This dark force is about to land on Earth. And they beg the Supreme Being to do what she's supposed to do to her purpose. And she responds, crying out, I don't know love. Well, Bruce Willis turns to her. Well, actually, he's holding her. He turns to her as he's holding her and he says, but I love you. And then they kiss and then she activates. She is not in control of her body. Her body takes over. Her head flies back. This huge shock of pillar of light comes out of her mouth and uh, it pitches into the sky through the through the roof of the temple and it pierces this dark force that's about to land and it obliterates it so she saves the day it's kind of an amazing cult classic now if you like this sort of thing it's sci-fi it's fantasy it's Bruce Willis the costumes are by the French fashion superstar Jean-Paul Gaultier who did the costumes for all the Madonna uh, tours by the way (laughs) her famous bra supermodels, uh, and of course, an incredible performance by Gary Oldman, who plays the leader of the corporation. It's this incredible film about a female kicking ass, elevating consciousness with these weapons of unconscious men pointed at her. So it's this incredible fantasy, but What if it was more fact than fiction? What if it was actually based on something that was real? I promised on this podcast that I would read through chapters of this book that I produce called Being. I've called it Being. It is a book that uh, I've made available free, by the way. It's free on my website, divinelovefrequency.com. It's a compilation of what I describe as mystical messages that I began to receive during uh, what I call my Dark Night of the Soul. I was really suffering and I prayed for relief of suffering in exchange for being at service to humanity for the rest of my life. And what I experienced was an alleviation of my suffering and messages of instruction who we are, how we are, why we are, what our purpose is, and how to stay in that. Essentially, how to elevate our consciousness and own our experience so that we can manifest the emotional state that we want to live in, and therefore the world we want to live in. So I had all of these messages which came to me in like visions and dreams and meditations and sometimes in the form of downloads as this particular one did. I didn't receive them in a linear form so it wasn't like okay step one you do this, step two you do this and after you're done with that you do this. They were more one day it would be you need to meditate, here's why. The next it could be here's what to eat. The next could be Kindness is one of your tenets. So so it was really, it seemed kind of random. But I was creating these practices based on these messages that I was receiving. And I found sometimes these messages to be a little dense. I needed to go back and read them over again and to really integrate them or process and understand them. So eventually, I'd been uh, posting them on Instagram with images. That was how I was sharing them. And so eventually I went through and I cut and pasted and I made a word doc And I rearranged them into a linear form and I realized that they fit into perfect books. They could be put into linear form and they made perfect sense. So there were several books and I thought, okay, I'm going to put these out for free. I do believe they contain some instruction and information that makes sense and is valid So the first book I'll put out is called Being. So I put put the the book out um, earlier this spring. It's available, as I said, for free download. It is in an electronic form, so you can read it on a Kindle or an EPUB, um, I guess, Apple iBooks. It's also available as a PDF, so you can print it out and read it. But it's for free, and it's for you. And I'd be honored if you downloaded a copy any day, anytime. (laughs) Meanwhile, um, so this book, when I produced it, I just produced the language as it had come through me. I don't feel any ownership over the content. So I didn't add any of my commentary or interpretations, but I thought on this podcast, I'd like to go through each chapter, read it and offer my commentary because what I did with that understanding for myself was integrated into my own life and transformed my life I feel wonderful about my life now because of it so I'd like to share my my commentary with you the first chapter was called being I am and I read that in in the podcast of the same name Well, this is the second chapter and this chapter is called purpose so I've set you up for it a little bit (laughs) by describing that movie to you here's the second chapter It begins like this. You are not your body. You have electrified your body into life and you are electrifying your body into a state of being, but you are not your body. You are a battery. The human being is a being created of three entities. The electrical entity, which is the spirit, the mental entity, which is the mind, the physical entity, which is the body. The physical entity is created to transmit and conduct. Humans influence each other's electrical frequencies. Sadness calls for help from the thyroid. Love heals from the heart and from the palms of the hands and the soles of the feet. You conduct and transmit your spirit in the form of electricity from your physical entity using your mental entity to create frequencies. This is why you have an imagination. Your mental entity uses it to create a frequency based on your thinking. It is a tool. But humans have evolved out of this alignment and into imbalance, focusing on the mental entity reality as if it were the only one. This is how you've become such a low vibrating realm and are sick with this craziness. You are here on earth together to unite your frequencies, to align them for the purpose of creating an army of light, one mental entity and one physical entity joined with your electrical entities. Your purpose is to raise each other to one electrical frequency to transform all of the darkness that has descended upon earth. To transcend it. This is what ascension is the raising of your own frequency for this purpose. This is being human. This is why it is so important to live in your light, to infuse yourself with your divine love frequency, to experience bliss, the highest vibration that your alignment can reach. We are all one. Therefore, as we advance in consciousness, so we affect the consciousness at large. This is why we meditate why we commune with the divine, it is for the ascension of all of us. It is the simplest and most effective way to change the reality that is your now. This is your work. This is your purpose. That's half of the chapter. (laughs) I'd like to split it up into two parts because I think I'd like to speak specifically about in that portion. That was my first download. So meaning I felt it before I could put it into words. It was the strangest experience. I've never had an experience like that before. And that's the only way that I can describe it as a download. Now I've Watched enough people um, speaking. Uh, I've heard enough people speaking. I've read enough to now understand that I'm u- not unique in this experience. This is how other people experience receiving insight sometimes. And they describe it as a download. It's definitely a thing. Um, so that's what this was. Some of us believe that we are more than just a human having a human experience, some of us believe that we are more than our bodies that were inhabiting our bodies but were separate separated from them. So what if our physical human bodies were more than just a body for our souls? What if our bodies really were instruments with extraordinary levels of power? What if our souls were driving a force and electricity, bringing the body to life? And that our emotions were activating different potentials within the body, just like a keyboard plays a song, different notes. Well, I've talked about the power of surrender uh, and service to others, what that did for me, how that activated my healing state and how it was instant. I talked about love. I've talked about what I've experienced on the bus when I was a child, how I knew and I believe emotions create physical states, their moods, their catching. My stepdad always loved to say that emotions distort reality. I laugh because he, I, there's, I have so many, his name is Zalek. I have so many Zalek gems. Anyways, emotions distort reality. Well, I believe emotions create reality. I, actually, I, I want to tell you about an amazing human that I just learned about not too long ago, but fairly recently. His name is Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's talking about these very things, that emotions change and create a reality. And he's built his entire life's work on this. If you don't know about him, I encourage you to seek out his incredible work. He is a scientist, a neuroscientist, a doctor. He can speak to this from a very scientific standpoint. He leads huge transformative workshops. Uh, You can Google him, Google uh, YouTube, There are so many videos of him speaking and being interviewed about this. Uh, If you've got Gaia.com, you can watch him. He's in many series uh, and being interviewed. And Even just grabbing a book of his can be life-changing in terms of integrating his language and his instruction. Um, Becoming Supernatural is an amazing book. If you want to start by reading, I would start there. And he says the same things that I received in what I can describe as messages from source. I I believe these are messages for all of us. I believe they're messages of our truths, what's inside of us, our functions, something that's more than just the purpose that we think we have, you know, um, we're all looking for. Or I think we talk about our purpose or, you know, I haven't found my purpose yet. What's my purpose? Am I supposed to be a doctor? Am I supposed to be an artist? Uh, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? What is my purpose? Well, just like Dr. M- uh, Marshall Rosenberg says that we have universal needs and unique individual needs, I believe that we have universal purpose as well as a unique individual purpose. So perhaps our individual purpose might be I want to be an actress, that's my purpose, or my purpose is to spread love through being a psychologist, but universally, I do believe that there's something more, there's something beyond the personality associated with that individual purpose, or the purpose associated with our personality. If we put our personality aside for a moment, and we just examine our actual human being, We are more than individual humans having individual one-time experiences here on this earth. We're more. So we recognize that we can create a reality because we're creating chemicals that make our reality. And so maybe we can look at the body and our emotions and we can say, maybe I have an imagination to trigger an emotional state because that is a basic fundamental tool to activate my body into a state of being that's more powerful than anything that i can measure remember science measures everything it can measure everything everything has a charge to it everything has a vibrational quality a frequency and it can be measured we know that Low frequency literally steals electrons from the human body. Um, actually, there's a fantastic book out there called Zapped. Um, and it is by who's Zapped by? I didn't have this in my list for today's um podcast notes because I, I didn't realize I was going to talk about her, but there's a book called Zapped. Why Your Cell Phone Shouldn't Be Your Alarm Clock, and 1,268 Ways to Outsmart the Hazards of Electronic Pollution. It's a book by a woman named Anne Louise Gittleman. I'll put these notes into the episode notes for you so you can look her up. She details, this author details, how everything around us is either adding electrons or stealing electrons from our own electrical charge radiation, processed foods, unclean water, environmental toxins, large appliances, emotional toxins. I don't think she talks about that in her book, but we are master chemists. We're constantly pushing toxic chemicals through our bodies. That's all stealing electrons from our field, from our tissues. And we know that in a low frequency state, when our tissues are low frequency, when our body's at a low frequency, that we can become sick and diseased. But when we raise our frequency, we become healthy. We are healthy. So we have ample and abundant opportunity to do that, to keep raising our frequency. That can become our habit. That can become our way. And that's actually what this podcast is also about. How do we stay high frequency? We're talking right now about the why. And we'll talk about the how-to later. But first, we have to understand that we are manufacturing our frequency because we are manufacturing the chemicals associated with our belief systems and our thoughts. When you're in a negative state emotionally, you are at a lower frequency, measurable within the tissues of your body. When you're feeling good, you're in a positive emotional state, you can measure at a higher frequency. And we've talked about this already. When we're, when we're feeling good, then we can treat each other well because we're, we're feeling happier. We're going to be kinder. We're going to be more likely to be kinder to, to our neighbors or to the people we come across on the streets or our colleagues or our friends or our family members. Maybe we'll be more patient. We won't be as quick to anger. Well, that's going to influence the people around us. And now they're going to just like a domino effect, take that into the world and they're going to spread that. Well, okay, fine. That's mood related that's you know that's all nice and fine and dandy and create a nice mood and everybody around you gets to catch it or maybe you can change the mood in the room but what if that's an actual function that we are meant to that we're biologically built to do for a reason what if a high frequency state of positive emotion can save humanity And restore the earth to its balanced state. We're not going to change this world alone. I can't change the climate. I can't eliminate poverty and alleviate suffering all by myself. We're in this together. We have to do this together. Humanity is all of us. It's not just me or a select few. This earth is populated by humans, not one human, not a small group of humans. We're doing this together. So if I can raise my frequency and feel happy and kind and good, and now I extend that to the world around me and the people around me catch that or respond to that and feel good and start to treat others around them, you can see how easy it is for us to elevate the consciousness as a group, as a collective, if one of us starts to do it. So to say that we could change the world, that we can save humanity and restore the earth to its balanced state is kind of a lot of responsibility, right? <laughs> like that means we have to stay conscious and aligned and speak and do according to the highest good. But what if that's true? Isn't that what the Bible says? I haven't read the Bible all the way, (laughs) but I know we have Ten Commandments. I know that there are laws that have been passed down through generation that are telling us that we're supposed to live a certain way to accomplish what? The goal of what? Creating a positive state for humanity? In Buddhism, there are tenets. I think if we look back at ancient civilizations and philosophies and traditions, we'll find that they're all saying the same thing. That we have to be kind, that we have to evolve consciously and become consciously kind to choose our thoughts and our actions for that purpose, to save humanity from the devolution, the devolution. If we want to alleviate suffering and pain, if we want this world to be a better place, which is a judgment, but if we want this world to feel kind and happy, then each one of us has a responsibility to start to live a certain way maybe this is too intense, maybe this is too science fiction-y for you, but let me just leave you with this. In the last week, we have had some pretty crazy news. Uh, We're watching Australia burn. We're watching uh, a potential war with Iran, uh, one of the most amazing places on the planet, filled with the most incredible legacy of architecture ancient architecture that has been built to tell us these very things that we're talking about right now the evolution of consciousness we'll talk about that in another episode but there's some devastation happening i am sure that most of us witnessing this had the same emotional response fear anxiety anger and yet somehow we came together and we shifted that fear, we consciously, individually, and as a group decided that we were going to transform that into hope, into love and compassion for fellow humans and animals and the earth. And what did we do? We raised a massive amount of currency for the volunteer firefighters serving In Australia, look at what Celeste Barber's Facebook campaign did. She raised $45 million. Together, that was a joint effort. We raised an even more massive amount of currency to rebuild Notre Dame in Paris after it burned. More fire, more devastation, more fear, anxiety, anger. And yet, one individual became multiple individuals who decided through the power of choice to consciously shift their emotional response to that event into love compassion and raised currency we chose the frequency of love and of hope my body is alive with an electrical currency if I raise my frequency and I help you raise yours and you help the next person raise theirs And we are alive with currency. Aren't we doing the same thing? In the next episode, I want to talk about how we can raise our frequencies and start talking about daily choices that we can make to keep ourselves in that raised state. But I want to leave you by thanking you for joining me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for considering everything that I'm speaking about. Remember, we're in this together. None of us are alone. And I'm so glad that we've connected. Namaste.